Podcast. This is your host, Dr. Water with Lemon, recorded live from the Gen A Studios. Um, wow, I was uh, right off the bat today, I was put in a difficult position. Um, for those of you who are Queen fans and know that song, Crazy Little Thing Called Love, there's a part where he uh, he says, get ready, and then they're just like, ready, Freddy, but I think they only say that during one, one of the choruses, um, I was contemplating just doing a three minute, maybe it, oh, I thought they were going to do it there, no, um, yeah, I was contemplating just waiting it out until they said the Ready Freddy part, because that's the best part. Um, but then it could have been, like, a three, four-minute introduction song. Which, you know, we like the long introductions here, but I guess I guess you gotta, uh, you gotta find that balance. Okay. So, we do, we have a couple write-ins this week, so, uh, shout-out to the fans out there. Um, really stepping up taking ownership of the show. Uh, I like that. Uh, we have a write-in from the Vandal. And he writes, write-in, period. Like, guy, thanks thanks for letting me know it's a write-in. Write-in, period. Do we love hot water with lemon during the winter? Question mark. Been drinking that to cut down on the coffee shakes. Ha <laughs> ha. Like, can you imagine? This is like the level of intelligence he thinks I'm dealing with, which I don't blame. I don't blame him. But in his head, he said, I need to let the doctor know this is a write-in because if I don't write write-in first, he might not know. And then follows up with, do we love hot water with lemon during the winter? Imagine if I got that text and didn't know it was a write-in. That'd be pretty wild. But... I see where he's coming from. He's known me long enough to, to know. So thank you, Vandal. Um, yeah, I mean, this is a this is one of the easiest topics I've ever had on the show. We've ever had on the show. Probably the easiest topic we've ever had on the show ever. Um, we love water with lemon, whether it's hot, whether it's cold. I don't have too much hot WWL, but I just, I, I wouldn't mind working it into the rotation a bit more. Um, the 
been drinking that to cut down on the coffee shakes. That is, that's a really good idea. Um, yeah, because I guess, you know, you want a hot Bev. I love hot Bev. But you don't want to get too ramped up with the caffeine. Sometimes it can be tough to get your hands on decaf. Or tough to come across like good decaf. Um, so I like that. I, uh, I, a lot of times I go with a, uh, an herbal tea. Uh, I really like uh, ginger tea or ginger turmeric. Uh, Louise, that's, that's the only thing on my Christmas wish list. Just a heads up, hint in herbal tea um so so yeah I, I i could get down with that i i might actually try and do some maybe today uh we got hot water at the office can go to the market actually that that's one thing that sucks about my office there's no grocery store nearby so maybe i won't go to the market um but yeah i uh i am all in on a nice warm wwl now as far as making beverages warm, warm milk, that shit's weird. If you like warm milk, you're weird. I don't trust you. I, I no. Um, although, I don't think I've had it. So, it's tough to rule it out. Also, oh boy. Now, here we go. So, I had I had hot chocolate but the uh, recently. But the instructions said uh, you can mix it with hot water or hot milk, which when I, I ended up using water, but only because I didn't have milk. Had I had milk, I probably would have used milk and I wouldn't have thought anything of it. So for some reason, like boiling the milk on the stovetop, make, mix a little hot chocolate in, that sounds okay. But I don't know. I picture like, like an old person, like putting like milk in a coffee cup and then putting it in the microwave that sounds gross. So, yeah, tr just trying to go above and beyond for the fans here. I know we're trying to focus on warm WWL, but there's a lot of warm beverages out there. Um, we could even do an entire segment on warm beverages during this winter season. So, if uh, moving forward, if you have a hot beverage uh, that you're a fan of, that you're not a fan of, most importantly, if you have a hot beverage that you're just not sure on, you let us know. And we're going to figure this out. Uh, shout out to the Vandal for kicking off hot beverage season. Uh, we're doing hot beverages from now, maybe until Christmas. I mean, that, that will give us like five or six like solid hot beverages. So uh, as a listener, take out pen and paper, put it in the old notebook, uh, send in a write-in on a hot beverage that you uh, would like to comment about or uh, help you decide if you want to continue consuming said hot bev. Wow, we're off to a great start. Next up. Oh, uh, speaking of things to write in and suggestions, a uh, little short notice. I am cooking a turkey this week. So I've actually done this the past two years. This is gonna be year three. My flag football league slash my employer, shout out being a referee for Beach City Sports. Um, they do a big Friendsgiving thing at a hall every year for the whole league. And they have four turkeys and they need people to cook them. So I've done it uh, the past two years. 
I got this year coming up. Uh, I'm going to do a wet brine uh, as uh, instructed to me by the Miser. And I will cook Nina's stuffing, also translated to me by the Miser. Nina was my great-grandmother. Um, so there's a bunch of there's a bunch of stuff in this stuffing where it's definitely like okay like somebody from like the 1920s made this recipe it has that kind of feel to it a uh, lot of a uh, lot of a lot of things that you'd question about eating but taste delicious right up my alley um, so if you have any suggestions or tips on cooking a turkey would love to hear it and uh, we'll uh, we'll keep you posted on the results anyway Second writing, big writing week. Dear doctor, sure, 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 period. Do we love cooking with our shirt off? Pros, it's kind of F. It's extra F in the summer on a grill. Cons. It's less sanitary. Parentheses. Don't care. Another con. Uh, you get way more wrecked by hot oil spray shots. Would love to hear your thoughts. Finch. Hmm. Cooking with a shirt off. Well, you kind of hit the nail on the head there with the grill. The grill is probably the best place to cook with the shirt off um it also looks the coolest it looks the most manly like for some reason if if like larry legend is standing at the grill with like his like bustling chest hair just flowing in the wind would not bother me but if you get that chest hair flowing over like a stove where like maybe you're like doing some sauteing then People get more shook about it, but for some reason, shirt off at the grill, fine, which I'm okay with. Um, I'm with you on the sanitary part. I'm not a big sanitary guy. Uh, I think it's a little overrated. I know a lot of people are gagging right now of eating my cooking. Sorry. Just, you know what? All you people gagging right now, you're still alive. What's the problem? Um, so yeah, I, I don't think the sanitary is a concern, um, the safety on the stovetop is a big concern. Um, for you diehards, die diehards, I think this was back in 2015. We podcasted about cooking bacon without a shirt on. That was a disaster. I got wrecked. Uh, bacon, it is as ferocious as it is uh, delicious. So I would say it really depends on what you're cooking. Uh, I'm definitely a shirt off guy. I like the Aloha lifestyle. So I'm okay with it. And especially if somebody else is cooking and I just have to eat, I'm more than okay with it. Cause I don't have to do anything. Oh, passing my, uh, my gambling expert on the street corner. Um, I don't know if I shared this on the pod. 
So, last week, our uh, our resident uh, homeless man who stands on the street and I think he's actually kind of been a guest of the show before. Uh, we were we were talking while I was sitting at the red light and threw him a buck, and he said his money's going on LSU. The joke was, you know, it's, it's his money going on LSU. It's, it's actually my money going on LSU, but anyway. So he said uh, he liked LSU straight up. And he, he knows a ton about college football. I don't know how. So me and W took the pick. And uh, we laid 50 to win 89. And then shout out W. He paid me out. And he paid me an extra five to give to our guy for the tip. So, W, I, I should let you know I have not paid him yet. Um, I will pay him. But it could be on Monday. It could be in February. It really just depends on where I stop at this light. Um, cause basically the way the light is, it's like, it's pretty backed up till you get on the freeway highway. Sorry, East coast people highway. I didn't forget my roots. Um, so normally I can't talk to him unless I'm within the first three, maybe four cars of the light, but typically 20 or so cars get through. So like I said, maybe on Monday I'll be I'll be right next to him. It might not be till February, but either way, I have a fiver in my car waiting for him. So he it will get there. Uh, hopefully he does not charge interest because that would suck. Uh, so so yeah, we uh, so shout out shout out my guy. Um, hmm. Oh, we kind of had a write in from the Miser. So this one was one where he didn't know he was writing in. Uh, do we love books on tape? I'm not talking audiobooks. Literally books on cassette tape. So the Miser is uh, the all-American Midwest construction contractor, framer, does it all. And he, uh, he always has some good stories for me about the customers he deals with. Um, his most recent customer was like 80 something years old and just decided to give him an audiobook on Louis the eighth. So he said, uh, he wasn't too huge on it, but then again, he hasn't, he's not very passionate about Louis the eighth. And so I said to him, cause he said, I, well, it came up cause said, oh yeah, I haven't been listening to podcasts recently. Not that you guys should not do that. Everybody should listen to podcasts, at least this one. But anyway, said to him, I haven't been listening to a lot of podcasts lately, but I've been crushing a lot of audiobooks. Big spoken word guy, whether it's interviews, radio, audiobooks, whatever. I jump around. So he said, I'm not too big on audiobooks. I did one recently and I didn't like it. But then again... I'm not a Louis VIII historian kind of guy. He said something like that. It's like, why the, why the heck are you listening to a book on Louis VIII? And he's like, oh, one of, my, one of my customers gave it to me. And I was like, hmm, 
how does one give an audiobook? Because, I mean, I, I used to listen to them on CDs back in the day. But even that, I haven't listened to a, a book on CD in probably five years. To which he said, no, it's literally a book on tape. Like, she gave me 15 cassette tapes. So, of course, what do you think my follow-up question was? Did she give you a cassette player? Turns out, the Miser has a cassette player still in his truck. So he's been—he's literally been firing up books on tape. Um, this is also a slam dunk. I've never been more jealous of somebody in my life. I would love to listen to a book on tape right now. So, pretty fired up about that. Um, unfortunately, I only have a CD player. I'd consider getting a tape player installed in my car just to just basically to listen to that one book, Louis the Eighth. Sounds fire. Um, but yeah, so. I think that's really all we got for today. Maybe we can get a little Ready Freddy on the way out. Ooh, a little Tom Petty. Shout out Uncle Joe.